episode 23 of podcast neil and mike back for another week mike i built a model of mount everest this week did you now i did yeah and my daughter asked is it to scale and i said no it's to look at (laughs) one of my customers is having they're trying to solicit bad dad jokes oh and we okay. want and the marketing team that I'm working with, they want to take the they want them to be like about their industry and stuff like that. So like bad industry or bad dad jokes about this industry. I'm not gonna say their name. Yeah, no, that's but, fine. Um I said I would uh I'm like, oh, I'm recording my podcast tonight, and my co-host is like the king of dad jokes, in my opinion. <laughs> no. But anyway, I will probably hit you up to see if you can a few of these together and we'll see where that goes yeah totally you drop me a dm later you let me know what industry they're in and we'll see what we can do nice i love that um so a little bit of a peek behind the curtain (laughs) for (laughs) for all three of our listeners um literally two minutes before we were set to record this we had a loose idea of what we wanted to do this episode. We know that we're doing a cash or trash. Woo-woo. We know we're doing some more reactions to songs, but this Woo-woo. week we're flipping the script a bit. So it's me playing the songs this time and getting Mike to react. Cannot wait. But other than that, we had nothing. And then me and Mike started <laughs> talking about how it's been actually a really quiet week for us. It has. Like there, there hasn't really been much going on. And we just started shooting the shit and we hit a nerve. <laughs> um, yes. So we're going to talk about this and we're going to try and be as, I guess, PC as possible about this. No, we want to be the opposite of PC. We want to be, because to be PC, would be would mean that we agree let's let's just try and be as civil how's that sure sorry okay and i'm not i don't mean like i mean pc as in like the progressive conservative party of exactly so today the supreme court of canada came out saying that the federal carbon tax was constitutional who to thunk it just about every level-headed citizen in the country that's who yeah yeah, now, it's I, I I can't remember the exact term I used with you before. I just like it. Just it, it, it's just anyway. Yes, never mind. Go ahead. This, this is obviously a bad day for folks that live in provinces and are supporters of premiers that are of a conservative bent. Mm-hmm here here's my take on it and i said to mike before i started ranting about it pre-recording this is their own doing they have shot themselves in the foot with this they have spent millions of dollars on a legal case that they had next to no chance in winning they were given the choice set up your own provincial carbon tax or we will implement one for you Yes. By the federal government. Yes. They became the petulant child and refused to do it and like stuck out their lower lip and just pouted and like crossed their arms and like, no, you can't make us. And then they got all upset when the feds stuck to their word. 
And then they threw a complete tantrum, like you see some toddler doing in the middle of a Zeller's back in the day, like feet and fists pounding on the floor, screaming because they couldn't get their way and get a toy. And then they tried to go all Karen and go and talk to the manager, the biggest manager in the land, the Supreme Court of Canada. (laughs) And they didn't get their way. And what did one of the premiers come out and say today? Well, we're going to roll out our own plan. God damn it. That's what you should have done in the first place. (laughs) That's what got you in this mess. Oh, I just. Yeah, it's the it's the hold your bridge of your nose type moment in Canadian politics. Now, mind you. I wouldn't trade this issue for what the U S has gone through, say for the last four years. Yeah. Don't this is like, like uh, at least like from a Canadian, like theatrical standpoint, it doesn't get too crazy. Like it actually no. comes down to actually talking about issues that we've like, that's the reason why we have government, which is good. Yes, it's good in in terms of political theater. This really is on the lower end of the scale. Sure. Well, yes and no. Yeah, I would say no, because like it made its way up to the Supreme Court. Well, no, but I mean, on a global scale. Oh, sure. Yeah. No one's going to like this will probably not even make any newswire anywhere. No. Um, What I so we have all of this now and now the now the PC uh premiers are saying that those they say screw you we're gonna go do our own great like that was what we wanted to that we that's what was there the whole time (laughs) aaron o'toole the new conservative leader has come out and said that if he wins he's gonna scrap the federal program which what does that mean for the ones for the provinces that have put stuff in the only like, thing realistically I can think of that that means is they can scrap theirs without having to worry about repercussions. Yeah, that's true. That's it. Yeah, that's true. They, yeah, they'll make it something where like you don't. The, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know all the ins and outs of how federal and provincial government work together, but I'm assuming that the federal government has some sort of like heavy-handedness in terms of getting the provinces to do this. There's a certain standard that right. they have to meet right. in order for the feds to not bring in their plan. Um, right. What's really, I don't want to say funny because it's not the right word for it. But today, in a press conference, one of the premiers said that the plan that they were going to bring in was going to very closely resemble, uh, and I apologize, I can't remember if it was Nova Scotia or New Brunswick's plan which is the same plan that they mocked at the beginning of this whole battle because it wasn't, it didn't make sense at the time, but now that they've lost at the Supreme court, they didn't obviously have a plan B. So they're bringing in this province's plan. So you, you know, a lot of, you know, way more about this topic than I do. I know about it kind of from like the, the front page blurb, I haven't done a lot of reading into it. Yeah. For the average Canadian, 
I'm assuming the biggest impact to this would be gas for, for vehicles. That's where you're really going to see for the most part. Yeah. But here's the kicker, right? And I'll use, this is all anecdotal. This is from my own experience. Of course, of course. With the federal program, you get money back on your taxes. For doing all the right things, right? For, for, for the federal carbon tax, right? You get money back on your taxes. If it wasn't for the money coming back for the carbon tax on taxes this year, my wife would have had to pay in for income taxes this year. Oh, jeez. But the money coming back to us for that was enough that we didn't have to pay in. How many people don't know that? <laughs> like, you would I, be my hand. I had no idea. I had no idea. Like, yeah. but, but no, but that, like, I think that's such a big problem with all of this too. Is like, it's so poorly it's, communicated and so misunderstood. Is. And I, it's, I think for the rash, like, yeah, for there's, there's, there's two schools, two schools of thought. I want to say it's the rational thinkers. There's the, like, you just, you understand that the, the planet is not healthy and that we've got to limit how we're doing things. And if we can't limit it, then the companies that are causing the issues that we're all paying for anyway, right now, and we'll be paying for dearly years and years and years into the future, um, have to help support the harm that they're doing basically, or to have to pay into the harm that they're doing. So I I just, I I think where I, where a lot of people get lost kind of like me, um, is that I see all that surface stuff and I understand that. And like, I'm, I'm for the carbon tax, just I'm putting that out there. I'm not against it or anything like that. Um, but there's so many little things where like the, like the quote unquote average Canadian or Joe Canadian, I, I hate those stereotypes. I hate the fact that politicians say like real Americans or real Canadians. I hate that bullshit. Like, yeah. You're Canadian. You're a Canadian. Like, what was the what... term that was used by that angry, angry gentleman that went? The clip went viral when Harper was prim- old stock Canadian. Yeah, that's like, the term. That's like, another one that can just f right off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Um, but I and I don't remember how I got into that little rant, but I apologize. No, no. Um, <laughs> But it's this, but you have these, like the, these little things that, that you talk about where it's like financially it can help impact you need, and you want to say for the average Canadian, any sort of assistance back into your pocket, that's, that's not taxable. Why wouldn't you take it? But I don't know how many people know about that. Well, I don't know. Well, no. And that's the thing, right? So it, like I said, it's so it it's so misunderstood and it's so poorly communicated and there's so many assumptions being made because right. everyone they read it's the clickbait that's yes. what it is that's right? yes yeah i i said like the front page blurb it's it's clickbait it's yeah. what you would see scrolling through twitter with like the bad like justin trudeau bad uh tax bad uh, climate change fake like it's all that bullshit that unfortunately there's a portion of the population that looks at that and says "Ooh, i'm gonna take this as truth i'm gonna take this as fact and i'm gonna spout it from the rooftops like it's tough that's the tough thing with social media now man like yeah 
every and like the positive from it is that everyone has a voice the negative is that everyone, everyone has, has a voice, voice. Like, um i don't know if you watch uh john oliver at all and i, I do i haven't I, watched i don't watch i i find i watch it on youtube um like i don't okay. watch it every sunday but i do watch i try to watch him as much as i can the most recent episode they were talking about uh plastics okay and they were talking about a study and i forget which which group had done it but they were saying that by 2050 there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish i yeah I, my my daughter told me that and there was a study that came out recently and i forget which university had done it but the headline read and i forget the i think the doctor's name was swan Anyway, this doctor, uh, Dr. Swan, uh, had reported that in this study she conducted, um, she was able to link back to pollution um, as the cause that penises are shrinking. <laughs> like genetically, over time, <laughs> penises are getting smaller and smaller for because humans. Because of pollution? Because of pollution. It's affecting something, if I remember correctly, in the endocrine system, and that affects growth. And like she's able to walk the steps back, and it all goes back to pollution. So if you ever needed another reason to worry about pollution, there you go. There you go. You don't want to stump. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a podcast conversation if we weren't able to work in jiggly bits somehow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> They always they always make their way in somehow. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so we started off on a very serious note there, but we were able to turn it around for it. Yeah, we uh, we jumped off that that cliff pretty quick. Um, we honestly try not to have too many serious conversations, but I had to I had to vent with that one because that just floored me today. Seeing that report come out, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. No, I'm what like, and I know it's a big deal, like, because it hit the Supreme Court, and I, like, it's basically the federal government versus the the provinces, and that's a big deal too. It is. I just, I don't like. It didn't feel like a big deal here in Ontario. It may, may, maybe that's just from my point of view. I wasn't looking in the right spots. Like, I like I don't watch the news. I get a lot of my news online, and I just I saw a little bit of it this morning, but I I haven't been paying attention to it for like forever i guess i easiest get little bits way, of it that's it the easiest way to tell if it's a big news for your province or not as an example is to go on to say twitter yeah. and look up hashtag and then like ontario would be on poly and sort by latest and check out what everyone's saying that's not a bad idea and then I mean, you, you can go online, obviously. There's lots of reliable news sources out there. Sure. Read the articles, stuff like that. Look at the comment sections on there. See what everyone's saying. Right. Um, that's what I tend to do. So it's definitely, I, I can't say anything about Ontario, but I can tell you offhand, I did look up and do just that for both the province I'm in and the province next door. And ooh, the outrage. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially and especially in Berta. 
where like their economy is based off of yeah. gas. Within an hour, Wexit was trending. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Now, what's considered Wex or Wes? Wex? 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 Yeah, Wex. W E X I T. What would be considered Wex in this? BC, Alberta, and Saskatchewan? Well, no, anything pretty much west of Ontario. No, Jesus. So everyone wants to separate from Ontario, essentially. Quebec wants to separate, and they're right beside us. Newfoundland wants to separate. Actually, they're not close to us, but Newfoundland well, hates us. They're close <laughs> enough. Newfoundland doesn't hate you guys. That's the thing. They don't hate Ontario. They just don't like them. They just don't like the politicians. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah um, there you go. But legally, and this is where it gets interesting, if anybody was going to have a legal chance of separating from the country, it would be Newfoundland. Because they're the only province that actually voted to join. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, back in 49, they, they had a choice. They had a vote. They could join Canada or, vo- or join Great Britain. And they voted to join Canada. I hadn't. Wow. So legally, they may have some standing there. Neil's history corner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Boring as fuck. <laughs> my parents when they bought their cottage yeah um it, like most cottages it comes with like all the shit in it already oh, like course, furniture yeah. and all that anyway it came with some books and it came with a mclean's hardcover book that's probably like yay thick yeah. of like the history of canada through mclean's magazine Oh, that would be kind of cool to look at, actually. So, like, through all the years, like, all the photography that was captured in the magazine. and Up until whatever date it was published. Yeah. It was really, it's really cool. That would be actually kind of cool to look at. It's an interesting way to, like, just, it's, it's like scroll, it's like scrolling through Canadian history in a very digestible way. Like, you're not going in, it's not encyclopedia level, it's not anything like that. No. But it's, like, all of the important things that happened in like 1964 65 66 67 all like it's super cool yeah and it's just like coffee table book style it's that's exactly it and so i'll be like if like when my daughter when she was really little if she was having a nap inside the cottage i would lay inside on the couch and just lean back and flip through it's just like oh there's like cool pictures of trudeau and like gretzky as a rookie or uh john lennon in toronto with yoko ono like nice. weird stuff but it was so interesting to be able to see it in that format oh that's cool yeah. see that's one of those things that like if they came out with something like that now i'd probably run out and buy one depending on the price you, you know I, I as i said that and as you said that the canadianity book is like like it's not a history book by by any means it's it's personal history for jerry and jono yes but it also like what like what i didn't really get from these history books and i think just because canadianity's done kind of province by province is you get that like gut feel of like what that province is like like what's Yo, that province's yeah. personality even if they're not from there but just having gone to these provinces and had experiences with the people in these provinces and all of that 
it's cool to to get that type of knowledge, that personality knowledge. Yeah, totally. No, I agree. But this might be a good chance, actually, now that we've talked about getting that book, to kind yeah. of segue into possibly buying another item. Do you want to do a quick cash or trash? I would love to do a quick cash or trash. All right. So let's play the intro and get right into it. And now it's time for cash or trash. All right. So on this week's cash or trash, this time Mike's got something for me to take a look at. I do. All right. So he's getting it set up now. He's going to share his screen momentarily, and we're going to take a look at this item. Mike, do you, do you want to kind of cue it up for me? Do you want to tell me? Maybe you can tell me where you found it. Oh, I found it. So this was found on Amazon. Okay. As is most of the stuff. Now, I now we looked at AliExpress last week. Yeah. Um, found a very our, disturbing massager. Uh, on the front page. Yeah. Uh, of all places. <laughs> um, our friend Ricky. Uh, also suggested we start taking a look at Wish. I actually downloaded that app ahead of Ricky saying that. So we're already ahead of you, Ricky. And I found another app called Geek. So, Great odds think alike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm way ahead of you. Um, so this is on Amazon. Uh, but that said, I, it just it randomly came up when I was just looking for stuff. I was looking for some silly stuff, some funny stuff. And this is the one that kind of stood out for me is uh sure you know they have algorithms that suggest stuff for you right oh sure of course <laughs> but this one is uh this one's very dilly okay okay so it's a two, <laughs> it's a two pack of products it's a two pack it's a pickle pen with the words big deal on it. No, I don't know how big it is, <laughs> but it's a big deal. Um, and even then, out of the two products, the pickle pen isn't the most disturbing. It's the yodeling pickle. Why do you need a pickle that yodels? Uh, I, I mean, if you look at the description here, are you sick and tired of trying to convince a jar of pickles to yodel using melodious mind control and sheer force of will the electronic yodeling pickle that that you have always the, the that's just poor english yeah it's have. a badly written sentence the that's pickle yodels here. the pickle yodels its little heart out at the push of a button so neil ask yourself the last time you had pickles didn't you get tired of asking them to yodel for you i mean I'll be honest, I can't remember the last time I asked a pickle to yodel for me, but then again, I was probably on enough stuff that I wouldn't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'll say this for it. I like the fact that it's a two-pack of products. The dimensions, you, can get, you can get the, the yodeling pickle individually. But why would you? <laughs> I, I, why wouldn't how about this the yodeling pickle christmas ornament okay but it's smaller and it's on its own what, what if i want the pen that's i listen i am not i am i am all for the combo here like okay wait can, can you go back to the description for a minute because i just noticed before you started zooming in on the picture 
Yeah, I'm dropping my comment about the pen. That pen is not going to be usable. It's massive. It is ridiculously big. It's more than an inch in diameter, and it's like just over six inches long. There's no way. Like, no. no. But, Neil, you will look like a big deal when you write with this pen. They couldn't even get the pun right in the description. <laughs> it's literally written on the pen. It says big deal on the pen. And they went big deal in the description. No. What type of two-bit retailer is this? Well, one that has a four and a half out of five stars average rating. 122 ratings. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, I I have a I have a really hard time with the pen now after seeing the dimensions for the yodeling one, the novelty of it. I yep. get it. That one's five inches. I don't know why the yodeling pickle is smaller than the pen. Um the ornament that you showed me below kind of makes a little bit more sense now because at least it's compact. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely interested in the Rhode Island novelty giant inflatable pickle, which is three foot tall. Yeah, I would be too. There are um, definitely some pool parties that that thing is seen. Yeah, oh, guarantee. Um, and I don't want to know what happens at these pool parties or maybe a boat party. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could tell you all about that. Oh, Mike seen some pickles on a boat party. Go so, back to what? I think it's episode three. The boat episode. Yeah, the love boat. Um, Which we didn't call it that. No, but we're that's how we will refer to it from now yes. on. Um, in regards to this product, it's not ridiculously priced. Like 30 bucks. What worries me is the fact that there could be import fees out on this. And I, I don't agree. know how much those import fees are going to be. So I'll, I'm going to say cash as a gag gift, but it's on the caveat that the import fees aren't going to be more than $5. I have a feeling they're going to be more. I mean, I have a feeling they would be, they would be more than the, than $29. Okay. So for sake of example, and I'm not saying to go ahead and purchase it, but if you were to add this to cart, let's go see. Proceed let's see. It. If you end up accidentally buying this, I don't want to hear any any. It's, you know, and I'm doing I'm doing it on Kim's account. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> hey, the, this is totally there's no fine. import fees. No. Okay, so yeah, for twenty nine bucks, and then whatever the taxes are, I'm as a gag gift, I'd be fine with this. Yeah, I think this is a this is a cash. You get two gifts for the price of one. Yeah, I'd, I'd be good with it. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it for anything else, though. This is strictly a gag gift. Oh, yes. Let me uh, just make sure I remove this from our cart. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine next time she goes in there, goes to buy something, <laughs> and this is still left in there? Honey? <laughs> Sorry, is there Kim. something you wanted to tell me? <laughs> don't, let, don't let him blame this on me, Kim. This is all <laughs> Mike. Um, so, yeah. No, I would say that's that's easily a cash for honestly i would spend 30 bucks on that before i spent 20 bucks on the kfc log i think the nice thing it like yes the pick the pickle pen is a little ridiculous and i bet it is usable like you could give that to a kid and a kid would have a blast with it like they would think it's the stupidest thing in the world and like so 
even the oh, even the yodeling pickle. Like, what kid wouldn't find that hilarious? So, like, run around holding a pickle and it's just going yodeling, 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 and all that bullshit. Like, Honestly, I could see even you just walking around with the pen in your pocket. So, <laughs> is that a pen in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Oh no, <laughs> it's my big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, okay, oh. we're gonna take a break. Yes. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to go right into some songs that I've handpicked for Mike to react to. These are songs hopefully he is not familiar with. We shall see. We'll find out. All right. We'll be right back. All right, back for the second half. Before we jump into the songs that I'm going to expose Mike to, I would like to expose you to some music. So would Mike. We'd like you to join the Bodcast Listening Club. So drop us a line at bods at bodcast.com. We tell you an album on the beginning of each month, and then we get get together with all the listeners. Uh, I say that like there's a whole crap ton of them, but there isn't. But we'd like you to be one of them. Um, we get together for a Zoom call the last Sunday of every month to discuss that album that we were listening to. Um, we'd love for you to join, long story short. If you want to send us an email uh, that you're interested and with a few albums of your choosing, that would be awesome. Just send us a note, bods at bodcast.com. And that's B-A-H-D-S at bodcast.com. Awesome. We good PSA. Look at that. Now, the songs I've chosen for you to listen to are probably artists that you're familiar with. You may not be familiar with these tracks, um, or some of these you may have never listened to a day in your life. Okay. Uh, I'm going to find that very hard to believe if it's the latter. Okay. Um, but we shall see. Let's... If you've if you've listened to them before. I'd still like to get your overall reaction to the specific track. Absolutely. Okay. So let me get my screen going here. While you're doing that, I was super surprised how clear the the music actually came through on the last episode in the recording. That was pretty impressive, right? Yeah, not bad for a shared screen experience on Zoom. Exactly. So this first track is Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I made a reference in the last episode about a family friend that had introduced me to certain types of music. This is the type of music in particular I was referencing. Now, you're probably very familiar with Simon and Garfunkel and some of them. I absolutely am. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with this track. I not the, uh, the name sounds familiar, but I can't tell you what it sounds like. Okay. So this is the track called The Boxer. And if at any point you want to make a comment or anything, just raise your hand, give me a signal or something. Yep. I'll pause it. Yeah. And we'll see what you think. Let's do it. All right. I already love it. I am just a poor boy, though my story is seldom told. I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles, such are promises. All lies in chess, still the man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. Mm-hmm. 
when I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers in the quiet of the railway station, running scared. Laying low, seeking out the poor quarters where the ragged people go, looking for the places only they would know. By the light. I mean, classic Simon Garfunkel sound. Yep. I think one of the things, one of the first things I kind of just realized or remembered or reemphasized in my head that. Paul Simon's a pretty underrated guitarist. Totally. Yeah. And it's not that he's playing horribly complex, like he's playing complex finger picking and, and things like that. Like it's not, it's not easy by any stretch, but it's not like mind blowing, I guess, like in a, like a, a Genny Malstein or like a Kurt Hammett or anything. It's not shredding or anything like that, but he is such a good guitarist. Oh, totally. Their voices, it's almost like they they are meant to overlap. Like, like they just work so well together. Like, so well together. So imagine me now around the age of, let's say, 12, 13, being exposed to the Bridge Over uh, Troubled Water album for the first time. Yeah. And listening to this and my mind just being blown. Because this is the first time I've I've experienced music like that. Yeah, like folk, folk music. Well, perform yes, folk music, but done to this degree. Yes, because really, this is dependent. Like these guys, and as far as I'm concerned, like Bob Dylan, like yes. So yeah, it, yeah, they were the the pinnacle songwriters of that. I, it's like it's like indie rock of like the 60s yeah totally yeah i i get what you're saying um yeah now i don't know if you feel the need to continue on with this one or if you want me to stop that or no i I, i'm good with that one i think like okay i like i love simon and garfunkel um but this is your first time with this track first time with this track but it's it's what I it's 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 what I thought it would be, and it's actually what I hoped it would be. I don't like I like the really simple Simon and Garfunkel songs where it's just them singing and Paul Simon playing guitar. Yeah, like, but the backing in this where it was kind of like cowboyish, like kind of like a trotting kind of motion to it, it worked really well with this song. It's almost like a knee slap. It wasn't overdone. Either. No, no, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, and it's kind of a. It's a surprise, but it's a welcome surprise. Yeah. That's what she said. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, So that's the first track. Now, the next one I wanted to break out for you is a Canadian band, a Newfoundland band. Hey, Rosetta. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've listened to a lot of Hey, Rosetta. I know the name, and I would probably know what like their popular song sure or songs but definitely not in my they're not, not in my catalog no, no that's no. fine so 
I think I made the comment last week that a lot of what I listen to by nature is more like I listen to a lot of folk, a lot of old school stuff, but I also tend to, in terms of rock, listen to a lot of alternative indie things like that. I would say, Hey Rosetta falls into those genres. So I'm going to play this one for you. The track is called seeds. Okay. Uh, let it play out for a minute and same thing. If you have a thought, just raise your hand, whatever, let me know what you think. And we'll go from there. All right. So here we go. The road bends long Like mother's arms Reaching for these Four black tires And through the night Or knuckles tight Knock off miles and yellow lines And when it all comes in It's the biggest thing It's the blue of night And the white of your bright blue eyes When it all goes past It's the fastest wind What you thinking, Mike? I actually pulled out my notebook and wrote down a few things that just came to my head as <laughs> I, I saw you listening. flipping through the book, and I'm like, "What is he doing right now?" <laughs> I, I was writing down a few things. Okay, that, cool. So, three bands popped into my head that this remind this sound reminds me of. Okay, and I pro- Cold- I can probably guess one of them. Coldplay. Okay. You two. Yeah. Google Dolls. Okay, I would have been wrong. Were you thinking Mumford and Sons? No, I'll, honestly, I thought you would have kind of picked up on maybe a little, little bit of a Dave Matthews band. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now that you say that, I can. I can. But those three bands kind of stuck out for me. Um, and those in my in my ears with these bands, they always have like their songs always start with like this slow build to like that big arena pop like yeah, and it's totally. just like Wee! it's like all like anthony and 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 all of that and i'm not a huge fan of that type of music for some reason i get it no i totally um, get it. it's just it's not in like i don't know when it's when that sort of when that sort of sound is done right it's really good Yes. But when you, when it's, uh, but when it's like, 
you hear it kind of with the same song over and over the same song with different people doing it just it, it just it loses that that's kind of that that kind of feel like i'm gonna i hate saying this too but um isn't it that only for a moment song by arkells is kind of similar like it's got that kind of slow build to the big pop and arena pop and arkells i love how they do that shit like they do that they do that sound so well it's like bruce springsteen level like it's it's done really well but i don't know i just i'm not a huge fan of that sound I, I guess it. is what I'm really trying yeah, to say. Yeah, no, I totally get it. But you can, and maybe this is why, and I don't know if it's a fair comment to say, but this is might be part of the reason why, like, some people don't like a lot of top 40 or, like, pop type stuff, because you could make that argument for a lot of artists. You know what I mean? In, in every genre. Yeah. I'm not just, like, it's not just, like, I would say, like, this is, like, indie, this is indie music or yep. whatever like what i would define as indie music um and I, I have a huge stereotype in terms of what i think indie music is and i don't know if that's right or wrong but like it's just again not what i like and like and it leads very hard into top 40 which is that more pop sound that more formulaic like uh way of writing and crafting music and again there's nothing wrong with that at all but i sorry i, I kind of stepped on your feet there but i'm no, assuming it's just like no that's... not at all the thing see i like this track and i totally get what you're saying about this track is every track on the album like this no right but that's the hard part when you're listening to just one song yes and that's exactly why we're starting the club absolutely right? so i totally get what you're saying though totally yep yeah. Uh, but, 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 it, but it's a good song like it's yeah. it's it flows really well it's just not your bag no like I, I i if i was driving and this song came on the radio and i knew didn't know any other radio stations around me i wouldn't be upset that it was on the radio yeah i totally get that but i'm not searching for it i no. guess that's the no best that's the it. point <laughs> you, you good for another one yeah let, let, keep it going man this is all great. right all right i went old school with the next one okay um this artist you i guarantee you're probably familiar with cat yes. stevens yes okay i don't know if you're familiar with this track though okay everyone knows him for you know like wide world um you know cats in the cradle yeah or no that sorry that was harry Tate, but you know what i mean you know but this track i don't know if you know him for and this is the live version so you're going to hear some applause and stuff like that okay but this is a track called Peace Train. Okay. I'm going to hit play. You tell me what you think. All right. Let's do it. Now I've been happy lately Thinking about good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun now I've been smiling lately, dreaming about the world as one, and I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Sound of the air to knock, the rise of peace train, oh peace train, take this country 
of saying, behold my again. Now I've been smiling late, thinking about good things to come. And I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, peace train sounding now. Before you make a comment, it is hard to get past that outfit. It's it, it's it's a perfect representation of this song. Yes, yes, it is. It really is. Like if this song was an outfit, it would be exactly what Cat Stevens is wearing. Yeah, which is very like I almost find it like gospely to a certain degree. I get that. Like it feels like something I would hear at church. There's a certain amount of hippie type quality to it, so I get it. Oh, that. big time. Yeah. Yeah, like very hippie, very like yeah, hippie and trippy. Yeah. Like it, like it's almost like it was there was like different types of songs happening in that one song or different types of p- ways of playing that song within the same song. Like mm. it was just it wasn't as simple as just how he was playing guitar. It no. was uh, like, once everything kind of came in, it was like a whole bunch of different like parts of the song happening. And maybe that's the whole point of like a hippie song is like, whoa, man. To mess you up a that. bit. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the sounds, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I mean, Cat Steven was very influential, even though he was only in the industry for a short time before he walked away. Right. Um, well, that's one of my favorites. Are you big into his, his other songs? I mean, I like several of his other tracks. Am I going to sit here and say that I've listened to entire albums? No. Right. I can't make that claim. But I, I know enough of his other tracks that I've got them on some of my playlists. Got it. Um, but that one is probably one of my favorites. Okay. No, yeah. Again, not a bad song. And I like that. I love like the 60s, 70s folk music, like, or country folk music, whatever Neil Young does. Yeah, I don't totally. call that like it's like country folk almost. It's I almost, love that sound. Almost like, I guess by these days, it would almost be like adult contemporary. Yeah. 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 And I, and I do like hippie music. It's just maybe like Cat Stevens version of hippie music. Isn't really not your thing again, not necessarily my thing. I totally but like Janis Joplin is oh, really yeah. good. Hippie music. Yep. Um, Joni Mitchell is really good. Hippie music. Like um, that's like, that's the type of hippie music I like. I just guess. out of curiosity, have you ever watched the Woodstock movie? Yeah, yes. It's such a good film. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the next, actually, the next track I wanted to show you actually comes from one of my favorite films of all time, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was the first ever film based on Saturday Night Live characters. Um, and this is an artist that you'll, you'll know. It's Ray Charles. Okay. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with his catalog. Uh, just, I, I know, I, I, 
I think I would hear no songs that were his if I heard. I don't couldn't name his songs. Okay, but I know how influential and massive he he is. He is one hundred percent. This is a scene from a movie, uh, from the movie, um, and um, this is one of my favorite tracks of his, and it just so happens to be from one of my favorite movies of all time, Blues Brothers. So I'm going to play this for you now, and whenever you're ready, if you think, let me know. Raise your hand. Here you go. Ray Charles, Shake a Tail Feather. So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight. But the shingling's a thing tonight. But if nothing's doing me like a baby, I'm going to show you how to do it right. Do it right. Uh-huh. Do it right. Do it right. Do it Dan Aykroyd really was in like everything he needed, wasn't he? Totally. Crazy. because it's just about yeah. done but yeah it's it like how can you not love ray charles man i like, agree he's just so like he's just he's just so happy when he sings like he's like and he's like so enthusiastic about what he's doing and oh that's in fact like you would like it's infectious. Like I, I, I bet you, yes, there a lot of people dancing in the movie and stuff like that. But if you just got a whole bunch of people start playing Ray Charles and one or two people start dancing, a whole oh. bunch of people are going to start dancing. And honestly, if you've never seen the movie, it is a musical. And I, while I'm not a big musical fan, that is one of the few exceptions. And the talent level in that movie is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the scene with Aretha is enough to watch on its own. Yeah. Um, there is an added bonus track that I'd like to get your reaction on. 
Let's hear I, it. I guarantee you have never heard this song before. Okay. It's a live performance. So there's a bit of a lead up. Okay. Okay. It's from 73. Let's just play it and you can see what you think. Yeah. Musically, they're one of the most together and exciting groups going. Welcome, Focus. another three minutes of this <laughs> that's such that's so disappointing <laughs> it's so disappointing because that band and the riff that they they're playing and, and all that unreal that drummer like I, that like i miss that 70s drum sound like like drum and bass playing together like just because it was more slapping bass or like finger picking and like the bass or and drums just sounded so much heavier so like but the like all of that was just so good and i thought when i saw that guy i'm like all right this is gonna be some like rush-esque like wizards and mystery and mystic shit that he's gonna sing about and the motherfucker starts yodeling yeah just nonsense complete nonsense that is the whole song focus hocus pocus it's so disappointing like that that song could have been could have been great do yourself a favor one day and just listen to the whole thing all right it's it's just Can you imagine sitting in that audience, not knowing a thing about this band? I would have to be enhanced out of my mind 
to like probably really enjoy that. I just here's what gets me about that whole scenario with that track. Could you imagine going to a band meeting? The guys have put together this awesome awesome track, like you said, right? Guy walks in. He's like, guys, I fucking got it. You leave the lyrics to me. They go out on stage and perform it, and that's what he breaks out. Do you think it was secretive? I'm just saying. Could you imagine? Or even if he wasn't secretive, because that's the only excuse in my head that makes sense. What if he wasn't secretive? He performs that for the band, and then they're like, yeah, that's fucking it. Yeah, yeah. that's what we were missing in this song. Yes, that's what that song needed. <laughs> freaking gibberish. A freaking yodel. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I'm not sure I like those lyrics quite enough. Could you yodel a little bit more? I no. No. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Seriously, no. I had to. I had to show you that one. I I I, I appreciate that. That's yeah. uh, that was a uh, interesting. That was That's... a good dessert from a a a great four course meal that you just served of songs. So well, thank you for that. Hey, not a problem. And you know what? I think we better end the show on that note. And uh, again. If anyone is interested in joining the listening club, I promise you two things. Number one, you will listen to music that you probably have not listened to to before. And number two, there will not be any hocus pocus. So. No. Yeah. No. I don't think we'll be pulling any hocus pocus into. No. None of that. Um, So make sure you drop us a line, bods at bodcast.com. And on that note, Otherwise, if you want to catch up with us, just keep tabs on us, whatever. That includes all of the FBI agents that are keeping tabs on us, you know, over our webcams and all that. Um, (laughs) Hello, agent. I'm not wearing my tinfoil hat today, so, you know, anything's possible. Um, Yes. You can check us out online on social media. Just look up podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, you know. Uh, hell, Carrier Pigeon if you want. I'm sure there's one out there. So check those out. Make yeah. sure that you listen to us wherever you listen to regular podcasts or irregular podcasts. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just listen next week. Next week, we will be making our first announcement for our listening club. Woo-woo. Join up now. Mike, is there anything you'd like to say to the folks? Have a great weekend. Why are you putting so much pressure on them? What if they just have an <laughs> adequate weekend? <laughs> have, a, have, have a weekend. Have a time. Uh, uh, that's better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>